0: The point that I want to make is, the covered asset strategy is, is taking into account that what if you could have this actuarial science conversation ahead of time? What if you had an and asset that you were saving money? Just take out the whole like controlling it and opportunities there. Let's just say you're saving money and you're also investing money. And both and it's and you're just doing that for the next 10, 15 years, and your life insurance is, is growing. And let's just say the life insurance is just on the mail in this in this case scenario. And let's say you hit seventy years old and you have a million dollars and you have a life insurance policy. And let's just suppose for the moment that the million dollars is maybe a little bit less because maybe the maybe you're a little bit less because you have life insurance, though I think over a long period of time you would find that it, it would actually enhance your investments overall. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. In this episode, I'm gonna be talking about the covered asset strategy. This is definitely inspired by wealth building cornerstones. And it's this concept is, if you have overfunded life insurance, a lot of people will just look at it as an alternative to an investing. And they'll talk about all about the growth and how you can access your money. And those can all be good things. I'm talking about strictly having the end in mind as it relates to retirement income planning. When you why are you saving? Why are you investing? A lot of people would say it's so I can quote unquote retire someday so that I don't have to work and I can get cash flow. Shouldn't we figure out the best ways or shouldn't we be at least educated on the different ways that we could get cash flow and how we could have more income in retirement? We I have another video that I talk about a volatility buffer, whereas if you have money in the market and you did not have any buffer asset like a savings account or or cash value life insurance or a home equity, and you were just relying on the market where the, because of sequence risk loss, you you will have to pull out less than 3% of your income. And it can just be a, a negative, it could be a negative thing. And the reason why you can only pull out 3% is um, you're just risking running out of capital before then. But if you use a buffer asset that life insurance could be used for or home equity or whatever, you can up that pretty significantly because if you take out the down years and don't tap into your investments when it's at loss and you get to tap into an alternative asset and let it rebound it's crazy how how significant that can be and so buffer asset can be great but some people when they hit retirement might not want or might not feel comfortable or want their money in the market there's still volatility there there's still unknowns and so what some people opt to do is to annuitize their money, essentially taking what companies did back in the good old days and had pensions. that what was a pension? It was essentially an annuity. Now, there there's gurus out there that that hate on everything, right? And a lot of people um, might say, oh, annuities are the worst. Just like life insurance, most life insurance is the worst, but if structured and utilized properly, it, it might be an amazing tool that will help you accomplish your kind of result. So with, with that it' said, I, don't sue me, I'm not giving financial advice, I'm giving a strategy that is, is an option and can be an enhanced option if you have an and asset at the foundation of your life. So with that, I'm gonna go into some of the numbers some of the homework that I did and just explain what this is. So let's say you do not feel comfortable having a good portion or your money in the market when you hit retirement. The other option that you can do is you can take some of that money or all your money and put it into an annuity. Now, there's different types of annuities. There's a fixed index annuity where you get some upside in the market and get no downside. And there's some strategies towards that. You can just get a fixed annuity, which is essentially a CD where you get hopefully a little bit better payout than what banks could get you. Or you could then turn on your money right for income. And this could be called a SPIA. And what we're gonna be talking about is just the most basic form of annuity where you take a chunk of money, you give it to a company and they are giving you a stream of income. Now, just like a life insurance company, they are ensuring that if you die prematurely. If you die prematurely, they're insuring that risk. An annuity company does the exact opposite. They're really ensuring longevity. They're saying if you live to 110 and everyone did that, the annuity companies wouldn't do so well. Let's just put it that way. But because some people die at 75, some people die at 85, some people die at 95, because of large numbers, they're, be- they're able to tap into what's called mortality credits and it's- they're able to take on that risk and through that can create some efficiency. So when we look at a Monte Carlo simulation and say less than 4% you can take out, you'll see that you could, you could have access to more money by annuitizing your wealth. The big downfall of an annuity is you're tying up capital. So for people that are control freaks with their money, probably not a great strategy. You're tying up your capital and and in in some cases, if you pass away, which we're gonna look at, if, if it's just a single SPIA, if you could put all your money in and there's a world where if you die the next year, you lose all that money. Okay, so that's like the big negative. There's what most people often doing is they do a joint annuity, which is essentially taking both spouses going to the table and saying if if this person passes away, there will be a stream of income that will last until the both both pass away, and then it will it will dry up. And unlike everything, there are a ton of options. There's there's inflation options. There's a ten year certain, twenty year certain. Like there's a lot of options. Uh, here, what I want to give is again, just like I did in my volatility buffer video, is I want to give the basic fundamentals so that you at least have um, this as like a this as something as a foundational concept, so that we can go into more strategies if you end up working with with us here at Better Wealth, or if you're working with someone else, you'll at least have a better understanding of what's going on. So, the the big pro to to annuitizing your money is a lot of times you can get more like income. Um, the, the negative is if if something happens to you you that might get that, that might go away so that there's there's that there's that challenge right now um, what most people end up doing is they get a joint annuity like like I said and it's like both spouses you know you want you two parties and then both need to pass away to lose the money and so that's what that's what most people often doing and so what I did is I just took a 70 year old male okay this is just this is just something on the internet that I did simple calculation um, i spent 3 minutes doing it but i wanted to just get a quick understanding of what's going on here and i said what if we just did a spia a million dollar spia so we put a million dollars with this company it, it you know it gave me 10 15 companies and it just gave me a quote back and the quote was $5,839.73 so if you if you multiply that by 12 as it re- represents a year that's that's a little over 70,000 $70,068 okay so if you do the what is that distribution rate i mean that's a that's 70% that's that's a 7% out of off of a million that's actually a little over 7% of of a million that's 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 okay that's decent again downfall is if something happens to you at 70 years old your million dollars could be gone the pro is that the company in this case scenario is on the hook for, to pay that as long as you live now what most people would do if they're in that situation is they would do a joint annuity and the joint annuity is saying okay and i just to make it simple i took the 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 both male and female are the same age okay just to make things incredibly simple in most cases there's an age difference and that could affect the calculation and in that case you can you'll get four thousand seven hundred and thirty six dollars if you multiply that by 12 that is five fifty six thousand eight hundred and thirty two dollars That's a difference for you math nerds of $13,236. Now, what's the difference between the single payout and the joint payout? Why aren't they identical? One's higher than the other, one's over 70,000, one's 56,000. The difference comes down to life insurance. What is the the annuity company essentially doing? They're saying, we are measuring our risk and we're not gonna pay out them because there's a higher chance that we're gonna have to pay longer so we're gonna take that difference. And what do you think the annuity companies is putting that money towards? They're putting it towards life insurance because they are insuring, I mean, insurance companies are masters at risk, risk management. So they're taking that $13,236 and, and and creating some life insurance calculation because they're not gonna lose money on this deal. And and so here's here's the thought. When you're 70 years old, getting life insurance is probably, not super beneficial. I actually did a couple calculations with some of the companies that we run and we could get, I mean, if I I mean I could get $500,000 of death benefit if I did a 15-year term, but you're you're really rolling the dice at that point. So if you do like a permanent policy, you're you're in the realm of like a 200 to 300,000 death benefit that that would buy on just like a standard rating. But some people in their 70s can't even get life insurance. The point that I want to make is the covered asset strategy. Is, is taking into account that what if you could have this actuarial science conversation ahead of time? What if you had an and asset that you were saving money? Just take out the whole like controlling it and opportunities there. Let's just say you're saving money and you're also investing money in both, and both, and, and you're just doing that for the next 10, 15 years and your life insurance is, is growing. And let's just say the life insurance is just on the mail in this case scenario and let's say you hit 70 years old and you have a million dollars and you have a life insurance policy and and let's just suppose for the moment that the million dollars is maybe a little bit less because maybe the maybe you're a little bit less because you have life insurance though i think over a long period of time you would find that it, it would actually enhance your investments overall what we could essentially do is if we could cover that asset the death benefit of the life insurance policy could cover the male's asset and it, there are scenarios where you could take out the extra money, the seventy thousand a year instead of the fifty six. But wait, you don't you don't want to ever leave your wife or your spouse worse off. So the death benefit would kick in when when the male in this scenario passes away. So what I'm trying to get at is if you have an and asset, I always try to say that the and asset gives, gives you multiple options. And we, it's more than just the cash value. The permanent death benefit is incredibly valuable. And there's a lot of reasons why the permanent death benefit can be valuable. In this case scenario, we're just looking at an annuity. And we're saying if you didn't have that, it would, it would only be right to do a joint situation here if you wanted to maximize income because you, you wouldn't, it just would be too risky. So what you're doing is you're buying life insurance at the age 70. But if you did some proper planning and had an and asset and maybe got life insurance at 50 or 55 or maybe 40 or 45, or in my case, in my 20s, I'm, I'm opening up options where I can maximize income and know that I have a permanent death benefit that will cover cover my assets. And that creates efficiency because you're maximizing the distribution and you're maximizing not just the longevity risk, but you're also maximizing um, the just the time, and you're taking insurance at its at its purest form, and 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 complementing both. And so that's just the covered asset strategy. It's just the idea: if you have a pension, if you have an annuity, if you're very much looking at like how we can maximize income, it's it's a conversation. And if you have an and asset, it it really enhances that. The last thing that I want to say is the difference between a seven percent distribution rate and a in this case scenario in the joint scenario it was a 5.68%. That might seem like less than, you know, 2%, but if you actually look at the difference between the, you know, the 7 the 7 um, percent versus the 5.68, that's almost a 20% difference. It's 18.86% difference in just in just those two things. So it's again, it matters, it's real it's real money and you're going to tap into these kind of calculations. Whether it's, whether it's at 70 or whether it's 20 years ahead of time. Um, there's That's just one out of the many benefits of having an and asset and the options that can come up if you do proper planning. Um, I also just wanna thank you so much for watching this video on YouTube. We are trying to grow our our audience and trying to help as many people live more intentionally. You'll find that if you understand this stuff, you will be able to think more clearly and, and show up more powerfully in retirement and just in life in general. Um, The other thing is, if you're listening to this on the pod, on on Apple Podcasts, I'm trying to grow my ratings. So if you take two minutes out of your day, scroll all the way down and give me a five star review on, on my podcast, I would be super grateful. Also, think about the person that needs to hear this message. Think about um, maybe your your family or maybe someone that you know that might want to know the difference, different strategies as it relates to, re- to retirement. I did another episode on the volatility buffer and that's just another option that, that I want people to be aware of when it, when it happened, when they get to that part of their life. So with that, live intentionally, take care. We'd love to hear from you. And um, betterwealth.com is where you can learn more about our company and what we're up to.